vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I'm an editor over at thecoalition.com. And tonight I'm joined by editor-in-chief of thecoalition.com, Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners and viewers? I uh, you know exactly what's up. Uh, we're about to talk and review a boring show. That's what's going on right here. <laughs> Yes, this is for Season 2, Episode 2, Foothold of World Beyond. Man, I can't wait till this ends. Oh, man, I can't wait till this ends. Like, oh. You know, but you know what? It's, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Is it boring? Yeah. Yeah, it's boring. It's slow and boring. But there is useful TWD Universe info that came out of this episode. I don't know if you caught it because it was real subtle, but there was some serious info. So we're just gonna jump right into this right off the bat, all right? Because the the first there's three parts. We got the hope and dealing with her whole thing. How she's with the CRM and with her dad. We got Iris, Will, and uh, Felix doing their thing, and then we got Silas hanging out with the mechanic, uh, Dennis. Right? I think that was his name. So um, we'll just bang that one out because that was the shortest one. So we see that Silas now has a job, and he is just killing the dead. I guess the dead that roam around the the area, the lands there, and he's hanging out with the mechanic. And the mechanic, the key part of all this is he says that there's six other CRM locations within the U.S. That's key to TWD right there, because now this plants a seed of that's where maybe the, the crew from Fear the Walking Dead went. When that chopper came to pick him up, when the nukes dropped, uh, that there could be another location that has Rick when he was uh, choppered out, and this dude even says that he he's the mechanic for the choppers and the trucks. I think that's going to come up later as a key piece of information. The fact that he works on choppers, something is going to connect with that. But did you pick that part up about the the six locations? I picked up that part. And, of course, uh, we did see towards the end of that particular part of the show uh, that he has a photo of him and Huck. So I'm assuming that that is his uh, love interest. They perhaps got separated once she decided to take this mission to go and um, investigate the campus, get all the girls on board, and get everybody to come leave the campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, that, that could definitely be something that, that does come up. Uh, would I care? No, don't care. Uh, <laughs> because it, there's no connection. It's all about character development, and there's no connection to this character. At least not yet. And then Huck, I really don't care about Huck. The, no, the, the truth is, for this whole show, there is no conflict. Plain and simple, no conflict at all. Because as we will get into with the hope and with her dad, dad was cool with everything. Dad's living the dream. He's got a good life. He's got all the things he needs. He's got Lila, a girlfriend, and he's doing presentations. All this stuff is, it seems like, and it's for the greater good, as we find out later on. You know, so before I jump ahead, let's just, Silas is really quick. So the, we see that he's with some of the other guys in the back. They're showing him how to kill the, the walkers, you know, so he does his thing. They have their own little technique. But that was it. 
There was really nothing else going on. We still don't know where Elton is. Elton is still not here. And who knows? Maybe they killed him off on the show and just don't tell us. You know, it's happened. Oh, oh no, he's he's definitely coming back because we for for sure next week for, for the based on the preview. Of oh, next based week. on the preview. See, I didn't even bother watching the preview. All right, well, <laughs> there you go. That shows how much I care. All right, yeah. so yeah, so there goes that. Nothing really happened. The key part of his segment was just the information we obtained from uh, Dennis. That was it. Boom. That one's done. The the one that I really don't care about, now the story, is the whole thing with Iris and Felix and Will. I don't care. I don't care about the perimeter. None of that matters to me. We had a, a situation where they're planning what to do and how they're going to attack. And they're fighting all these walkers. And they're showing like within her mind and how she's changed and trying to do I don't care. It doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, so now you're angry and you want to fight and want to do this whole thing. But once you get there... Think about once you get there and you find out when we discuss with Hope and with the dad and what they're doing, do you still want to kill them all? Like, yeah, Elizabeth has her weird twisted agenda toward things. But then again, they're doing it for the greater good. All the testing and everything. They're trying to find a cure for this. They're trying to figure out what's going on and what's animating these people, which all brings back to the first season. And the, the general global theory is that this is what causes a the, the undead to rise is that it had something to do f uh, from space. It was uh, something from space, an alien ship or some kind of rock or chemical came in and pff, spread. And that's what triggered it. They brought that up in season one. And I think that actually does pan out right now because we were like, oh, it's man-made. Even if it was man-made, how does it spread as fast as it did across the world? Like, yes, we had a pandemic right now, but even that took time. You know, this is just like, boom. It just happened, and the dead search are coming out of the ground. Oh, no, come on now. So, yeah, maybe it is. Just aliens. But, I don't know. But anyway, the, uh, see, I went on this rant already. It's just got me so mad. This whole thing with Iris, Felix, and Will, I don't care. It doesn't make yeah. any... I, it doesn't do anything for me. It's like, all right, yes, Will, they want to get you back because of the whole thing. You ran off, all right. And then the group with the perimeter, with their leader, she's very nonchalant about the whole thing. Oh, we're not going to give them up. We're just going to hide them. It's like, oh, so what, what is your purpose? What do you do? You're not an army or anything. No, no, we just live. All right, so you just live. So then we see later on when Elizabeth shows up because she's looking for her guy who's missing and that's the one that we saw from the last episode that iris killed and he's like oh have you seen him? no we haven't seen no no don't know nothing going on everything seems fine meanwhile the you got will and iris over here hiding and felix but even then i, I don't care like what's her point what is the you know what i mean like what is the perimeter doing Nothing. They're just surviving. So it's not like, oh, we're gonna we're we're rebel fighters and we're fill we're gonna do, build an army. Clearly, that's not the case because even when Elizabeth shows up there and they have a little discussion, the woman knows that's running that that location. She knows about Huck. She was like, oh, how's your daughter? Haven't seen her in like two years. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're buddies. We're cool. We coexist. You know, mm -hmm. you do your thing over there. We do our thing, which is uh, just hunt and and nothing. And then we find out what, what that uh, it's a uh, an old home. Right, that's what it is. That they're all they're hunkered down into like a retirement facility or whatever. That one yep. of right, yeah, one of the other guys mentions it, and I was like, ah, oh. again, that part. I don't know what. It, just that was it. Think about it. that was pretty much it. They were just talking about, oh, we're gonna get our way there. We're gonna find our way there, and and just that whole sneak thing. But did you get anything out of that? Is there anything that I missed? Any key information that's relevant to any of this? 
No, um, I'm also not really a fan of this particular story with Iris because uh, one thing that made me angry in this episode is when it started out the episode and, you know, they had this whole thing where they had to attack some walkers. It's like she had a clear shot at taking out a walker that, um, you know, that was being held down and shoot some point blank right in the head. I remember the character from last season very uneasy to take take down a, a, a empty walker, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, and, and all of a sudden, you start this season where we're killing a human, which is a very important, that's a very significant difference between killing mm-hmm. a human person and killing a walker. Oh, so yeah. they make her look like a marksman all of a sudden, like she's just like has this whole demeanor now where she's just able to kill any and everybody, and there's not really any explanation. The explanation they give is that now she knows the CRM is doing something that they shouldn't be doing, and it's war, as she said at the end of this particular episode. But again, I don't. I feel like it's it's a rushed progression because it is only two seasons. You don't really get a feel of any of that stuff happening with the character. The, the development is just like too extreme. Yeah, and we, and we and they can't use the argument, and no one can defend them and say, "Oh, well, you know, it's the last season, so they're trying to rush." No, it was planned for two seasons. Exactly. They exactly. announced this as a two-season spinoff. So, yeah, it doesn't mean... This is War with what Army? There's three of you. <laughs> Clearly, the perimeter aren't doing anything. Come on now. You know, that, once Elizabeth's like, oh, you know what? We'll go check. We'll look around. We'll see. We, we saw some issues with your, your walls and your holes and the whole thing. And they were like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. There was some. They faked their death. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was the other thing that they found. That they faked their death because they were looking for walkers before to, to fit their look and do some things. And that's what they did. They tied up the other dude and they threw him down. And I was like, oh, this is what happened. They fell over and they all died. And she was like, well, we'll hold off on telling uh, Leo, the dad, you know, what, what happened here. And, and uh, that's it. We'll take her from there. So <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. But yeah, I don't care. That whole story, I don't care. So then now we get to the meat of this episode, and it's the whole thing with Hope and with her dad. And already the dialogue is horrible. This is what I'm... (laughs) Case in point, case in point. When she sits down, first real conversation with the dad, and he says, let me explain. And she says, there's no need to explain. Are you kidding me? What are you... Are you kidding me? There's no need to explain this whole journey. is because you responded to him pretty much sounding for help, that he was in trouble. And now you have the chance to have him spill everything that was happening. And you said, there's no need, Dad. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. That, that and also when, at the very start of this episode, when he was asking her what, what was happening, she just withheld information about all the stuff that she went through last season yeah. when they were trying to get to him. Yeah. For all no of, reason. All of it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why are you cutting corners with this dialogue, key dialogue, and giving us some BS that we're going to get later? It just doesn't make sense. Like That upsets me. That's why I was like, I, it's not that I dislike the show just because I, I just feel like disliking something. I don't. I like the universe. I dislike it because it's just poor, lazy writing, and it's boring. It doesn't do anything. This, it, it's, No one would say that. No one would say that. If you showed up and your dad and you did the whole thing and he's like, listen, let me tell you what's going on. Yeah, spill it. What are you doing here? What kind of research? You know, especially with everything that they did with her and how they're like, oh, you're very important, not your sister. Yeah, come on. Come on. 
that that was upsetting. So anyway, they get to another key part of this episode is that she decides, hey, I'm going to go first, Cheryl. She goes wandering around the compound over there and she's taking notes. And then Lila, which is the girlfriend of uh, her dad, shows up, offers to give her a tour. She's about to hope it's about to brush her off. It says, oh, wait a minute. She looks around and she sees there's other areas that she would like to go. And it's like, yeah, I'll take that tour. So while she's doing the tour, she's about to go to her dad's lab, but then she sees a, a door that says restricted area. So then she tells, oh, well, I'm going to go find a bathroom. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll meet up with you. And he, a lot of was like, okay, it's just down the block, not the down, down the hall, make a left and you're at your dad's lab, whatever. But then she goes off and she's trying to like get into this door, this restricted area. And then a, a guy shows up, a young kid. Uh, what is it, Matt? Oh man, I just had his name in my head. I just looked it up again because I forgot. It's with an M. Ugh, oh, I'm blinking on his name. It'll come to me later. Dips, whatever. I I think, I know we, we brushed it off. It's like, oh, it's not going to matter. I have a feeling he's a plant and he is going to be the love interest. Just like uh, Elizabeth set up with Lila for, for Leo, I think it's the same thing. I think this is it. Because yeah. the, the fact that he just showed up when he did, no, I don't, I don't believe it. I believe he was probably following behind, just trailing, just to see where things go and then you know, get involved. So then he says, hey, don't worry about it. She comes up with some excuse. He knows his BS, but he says, I'll, I can go and I have access to that room. He opens it. It's just a supply room. And this is what I'm talking about with more pointless discussion and writing. People like, oh, it's flirty. No, it's still dumb. It's when he was like, oh, what is there something you really needed from this room? And she's like, yeah, the mop. And he says, oh, okay. And he gives her the mop. It's I don't need the mop. I just wanted to see if you would give it to me. What was that? Who can, this is a there's an apocalypse. There's walkers. There's horrible things happening, and you're trying to throw in this, this as like flirty interaction dialogue between these two with a mop in a come on no no I can't buy this. Her sister is still <laughs> out out there running around with Felix and then all the craziness happening. They, 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 she still doesn't know everything that we know as the viewers. And this, they, come on, man. I just, no. No. <sighs> it, it pisses me off. That pissed me off. It just pisses me off. You know? And, and then later on, we get more of the whole situation with Elizabeth and speaking with Lila. And she was like, oh, Lila's telling her everything that you did with Hope. It's really throwing a, a wrench into the system with him. He, maybe he's not really buying into all of this. And she's like, well, isn't that what you're here for? Aren't you supposed to keep him in line? I mean, you're the love interest, the whole thing, that type of deal. But even after that, the, when Hope does have a conversation with Leo and they start talking about things, and he mentions all, all the work that he's doing. And, of course, Lila mentions all the work that they're doing. It, it all makes sense. It sounds noble. You know, like I just said, it sounds like, okay, this makes sense that these scientists and these communities are being well protected. Yes, because you need these brains to function and try to solve these problems. Because Lila tells Hope during that little walkthrough. He's like, hey, we it was like X amount of... Uh, years that they were working on trying to to do the research to to figure something out and once he showed up he figured it out in like two months which is amazing but that doesn't answer the question of why you think hope can do it because then she was like oh yeah we need you to jump in so that way you could carry on and then you can teach others and then we continue the cycle 
you know, and that's when she, Hope was like, oh, so you got my whole life planned out. And she was like, oh, well, you know that, and we know your genetic makeup, and we'll find you a good mate, and the whole thing. And she makes it seem like she was joking, but I don't think they were joking. I don't think they were joking at all, especially with Hope. Maybe for everybody else, they don't care, but I think they would definitely try to play that whole, oh, find you the a genetic perfect match because they want to keep the brain active. They want to keep that type of, of individual to reproduce, to hopefully create another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, oh man, it just, just hearing how she explained and just hearing how Leo, he's not stressed. He doesn't want to leave. He's like, oh, thanks for coming. All right, we got to get out of here. Here's the plan. No, no. Yes, he says that there's some things that he didn't like doing. And even Lila, when she's talking to Elizabeth toward the end of the episode, talking about how she needs more test subjects. And I guess she needs them fairly fresh to test. And she was like, it's been a while. And we heard some grunts, but they didn't show the person's face. That type of thing. So, like, all right. So, they're doing some methods. But you know what? We do animal testing now for certain things, right? We're testing on animals. We're testing on people. We're doing all kinds of things. Some of it is voluntary. And others, sometimes it's not. But they we perform these tests for the greater good of medicine and advancement to help others. And that's what I got from this. I don't see anything wrong with this whole process. So, for us to hear the whole thing, oh, we're going to war. And we're going to... What are you going to do? You're going to get rid of the CRM? And then what? Who's going to continue the research? No one. No one is going to continue. What, your dad's going to go back to what? The, the university's gone. The whole, your old life is gone. That campus location is gone. This is it. This is it. You have to play ball and you hang out with people at the old home, which is where she's at now. And they're just living. They're not trying to change the CRM. They're not trying to change it. They're just surviving. They're just survivors. That's it. Mm-hmm. So when you put that up on the wall, people, if you put these pieces up on the wall, where is the show? Where do you see this show going? Because are you rooting for Iris? Because I'm not. I don't see her end game working out at all. Um, are you hoping for Elizabeth? Which is her goal is to really help uh, Leo and hope Try to come up with a solution to what's going on with this virus, this, this, the Walking Dead uh, virus outbreak that's causing this. Mm-hmm. I'm on their side. You know, and then, <laughs> think about it, I'm just on their side. It just makes sense. And there's like Silas, is he do, what, what is he doing? He's just clearing up walkers. That's that's a job. We've seen that's a job in Walking Dead proper over at the Commonwealth. That's just what you do. You need to do it. If not, then they just keep hoarding around you and it gets overwhelming. And then what? Then they tear your walls down. So yeah, that makes sense. I don't, I don't, I don't see the conflict. You know, I, I there's no, there's no motive for me to, or a reason for me to say, yeah, yeah, I can't wait till Iris gets over there, or I can't wait till Hoping and Leo fight back to do what. You know, to do what? This is it. This is the the most noble thing you can do right now in this universe is to come up with a cure or, or some way to or a preventive measure or something, and that's what they're working toward. They're not trying to build a bomb, you know. They're not like just torturing people just for the hell of it. They're not evil. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's it it. This is what upsets me. So that was it. I don't know. What what do you got to say about all this? So, 
I yeah, I will say there's a lot of issues with the show. Like you mentioned, the dialogue, it kind of takes you out of what's happening. It's a lot more slower paced in terms of the storytelling. I could tell with this episode in particular, they want you to focus on the CRM and they wanted that to be the whole point of having a hope arrive at the CRM and finding out all this information about them. So I would say that to me is the more of the, the, the most, the, the most interesting story on the show. It doesn't mean that it's amazing, but it's the only one that I, I, I might've sort of, I might have some care for only because the CRM, we know this, this group exists in the other walking dead shows. Yep. So just to get a background on to what's happening, how they operate is great. But all the other stuff is unnecessary. Like 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 you said, I don't care about what's happening with Iris, Felix, and you know all the other characters. I'm only concerned about what the CRM has to do with all of this and how that's going to tie into all the other shows. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the only other thing I can think of is maybe Elton comes across one of the other CRM groups. And, yeah. And then that's how we see a connection there. But uh, besides that, because that's the only thing that we know is definitely confirmed is that there are some characters that are from either Fear or Walking Dead proper that will make an appearance in this season, in the final season, one of these episodes. And it's got to be CRM related. has to be. And yeah, that's the only part that makes sense because it does connect to the, the other shows. But the, the sisters and all, don't care. Don't care. So <laughs> there goes that. So as you see, it was quick. It was a, it was a quick one, people. Um, if you do want to, we have a bunch of content over at thecoalition.com, a bunch of interviews Dana Abercrombie did with the cast members. So if you want to find out more of what they think, and I'm sure they're, they're all thrilled by this. They don't, they're never going to tell us the truth. But um, yeah, go ahead, check out. There's a bunch of interviews there. Also on Spotify now, they added a little bell, a little notification bell. So if you're not sure when our shows drop, which is now right after the episodes air, then you can just put the little bell and that's it. It'll just notify you and you can go through that process. Um, that's just pretty much it. That was the gist of it, of this episode. That's that's all that really mattered. And uh, yeah, that was season two, episode two, Foothold of World Beyond. And we will be back. Uh, fear is coming back. Besides another episode of this damn show, the Fear is coming back. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Fear is awesome. If uh, for some reason you guys are like, oh, well, I'm sort of dabbing with this and never really jumped into fear, jump onto fear. If you only have so much TV time, you could avoid this show. Just listen to us go on a rant about it. You don't need to watch this one. But fear, you definitely do. Fear is fun. Fear is fun, and now they got nukes, and you got radioactive walkers. It's gonna get crazy, people. So definitely check that out, and we'll be covering it as well. All right, so uh, that that's that's it, folks. All right, so we'll be back next week. Peace. <laughs>